with Counselor Mandy Bird. Here, you'll learn practical tools for navigating your losses and hear inspiring real-life stories from courageous people who have moved through their losses and found hope, their own authenticity, and how to give back to the world. And now, your host, Counselor Mandy. Welcome to Finding Hope. I'm Counselor Mandy Bird, and I am so excited about today's episode. Today we are exploring hope for the holidays, and I have a very special guest on the show with us today, which is my very best friend, Tammy Starling. Welcome, Tammy. Hi, Mandy. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And as always, I love to give tons of big energy to the producer of Finding Hope, the one and only Cindy Bolero. Hey there, Cindy. Hey there. Thank you so much. Hey, and I am really excited about introducing Tammy today, who I have had the pleasure of knowing for many, many years. So Tammy Starling is a grief specialist and licensed professional counselor living in Nashville, Tennessee. She was in private practice for 22 years, 16 of which she and Counselor Mandy were business partners together in Charlotte, North Carolina. Over the years, Tammy has taught numerous classes on grief and led many large and small groups around living with loss. Currently, she administers behavior health grant programs for a large managed care organization in Tennessee. She is the mother of two adult children and has one grandson and another on the way. I'm so excited about that. Well, I want to start out by saying that this is such an important episode for Finding Hope. We wanted to give you all some important help and support during this time, this season, leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas and the New Year and the holidays and grief. And when I think about who better to offer big support during the holidays, I always think about you, Tammy, because many years ago, you invited me to join you in what you called Hope for the Holidays, a beautiful program that you put together and I got to partner with you in for many, many years. And I wanted to give our listeners an opportunity to hear about your story, Tammy, and hear about um, what brought Hope for the Holidays into existence. Sure. Thanks, Mandy. Um, yeah. So, I'll just I'll just give my story briefly, and then we can talk about hope for the holidays, which really has such a special place uh, in my heart. Not and 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 for many reasons, and one of which is because you and I did that did those together. Um, but my story is that many years ago, actually thirty one years ago, I was married and had a three-year-old child and was actually six months pregnant at the time with a, a daughter. And my husband was killed in a car accident instantly. 
And so, as you can imagine, that really exploded my world and everything that I thought I knew, you know, to be. And um, at that point, you know, I was young. I did not know very much at all about emotional kinds of things and certainly not about grieving and and that kind of um, loss. So, you know, I, I began a journey at that point of, of learning and reading and trying to, um, you know, help myself and actually then began a um, master's program in counseling so that, you know, I could work with people and, and begin to um use some of my experience as well as some of the things that I was learning. So Hope, Hope for the Holidays really was born out of um, just a lot of pain of my own that, you know, helped me try to reach for something that would be helpful and sustaining and encouraging um, when the holidays come. You know, the holidays are so difficult when we are grieving and when losses, even losses that are, you know, several years old, we feel them greatly Um, at the holidays. We feel them when there are birthdays or anniversary dates. And so to to give an opportunity for people to come and and acknowledge, you know, the loss that they feel, to do whatever, um, you know, grieving that they might want to, but just to, to be with that sadness that they feel, and then to hear some encouraging messages and to know that they're not alone and that, you know, a lot of people are in solidarity with them at that time. Um, yeah. You know, when, when people are, are celebrating and, and excited and having parties and it's just not that festive for those of us who are suffering at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say, I remember how special it was, um, when we first started creating these events um, and it was something that I looked forward to every year because it was, I knew that it was the one time of year where I would be surrounded with other people who wanted, who wanted the depth and um, the authenticity, not only of, you know, kind of paying tribute to our grief, um, but how how it was it was actually um, wanted and welcomed, and and that's what I want this podcast to offer for all of you is that your grief is welcomed and wanted, and that we don't have to um, we don't have to hide it. And, and that that is very different than how we feel in our culture. Our culture really, really encourages us 
um, to hide our grief, pretend that it's not happening, pretend that it's not as deep as it is. And, and this year in 2020, going through COVID-19 and a global pandemic, how important it is to me and to invite you in this conversation, Tammy, to give people the, that, that big, big acknowledgement and big support and even some practical tips and ideas. Um, so the big acknowledgement that, that I want to give and then ask you to share your thoughts and heart around this, Tammy, is, is what I was saying is that your, your grief has no time limit and you're not doing any aspect of your grief wrong, feeling as though it's so deep and so painful that it takes you to the center of the earth, that that's the type of depth of your pain, that you're not doing anything wrong, that that is actually what grief feels like, of course, depending on the loss and how significant the loss is. Um, so during the holiday season, Thanksgiving, sitting around the dinner table, or Christmas morning, or Christmas Eve, we can't just pack that away and pretend as though, well, the holidays are here, so now I need to, you know, force a smile on my face and skip down Candy Cane Lane. I mean, that's not reality, and it's not fair. It's not fair that people feel that guilt, like, I can't tell you how many people say to me, you know, through the years, you know, what's wrong with me that I'm still feeling so badly? And the support right. I want to bring you is, you know, all of you that are listening is that, you know, it's okay. It's okay that you're hurting. I mean, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking that you're hurting and you're not doing anything wrong. I want people to have that big acknowledgement, Tam. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, well, you know, uh, I loved what you said earlier about, you know, being authentic and, and that, you know, this was a, a ritual that we created for folks so that they could, you know, bring their emotions and their feelings and be very genuine and authentic, um, you know, at that, at that moment. And so I, I think what you're saying is that, you know, we, we really are going to do detriment to ourselves if we try to swallow that pain or push it down or, get rid of it for whatever period of time, you know, we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the, the detriment, you know, I mean, that is, you know, physical, there's physical detriment. There is depression that just, you know, uh, overcomes when, when we do that kind of stuffing of our feelings and, and, and the healthy thing is to, allow the grief to be what it is and just to be with it and to even listen to it and, and see what it's trying to communicate to us. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To listen to it and and have the courage to see what the grief is trying to communicate to us, trying to tell us about ourselves. Um, right. That's so powerful, Tammy. Um, so, so through the years, what what are some of the tools and, mm-hmm. and perspectives that have helped you? Um, you know, Milton was killed right there, you know, at the beginning of December, December 8th. There you were, right, um, right. right there in the holidays. So um, what, what really has supported you through the years yeah, I'd love for our listeners to have the opportunity sure. to learn from wisdom. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I will say that, you know, that first year was kind of a blur, you know, those weeks sure. leading up to Christmas and, you know, uh, his death on December 8th. So, but I, I did begin learning and, and trying to really you know, uh, I mean, just struggling to, at some moments, keep my head above water and just, just, but as I, as the holidays approached each year, you know, the, a couple of things that I learned, one was to be very deliberate and intentional about making some plans. And I know that it's, it's tough to even think about at some some junctures, you know, that, um, and, 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 and it's, it's trying to really just allow the, the holidays to have a meaning along with the grieving that's going on. Um, when I'm saying, you know, be intentional, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, There are times that, you know, some of us might choose to be alone during the holidays. And then there are times that we're going to choose to be with family or we we want to be with family, but we, you know, we're not so sure how that's going to go. So there's, there's two, two big, you know, pieces that I would like to say right here. One is to just create the space that you need personally to make your holidays meaningful for you. Yeah. And, and what, what I mean by that is, you know, carve out some time if you can, that you can be with those emotions yourself and, You know, that might mean that you are going to spend a, you know, a couple of hours looking at photos or, um, you know, journaling or reading old letters and things like that. Just something that will allow you to um, have some catharsis, you know, have some release of that emotion. Go ahead and allow yourself to weep and kick and scream or whatever it is that you need to do, but take care of 
that for yourself. Because if, you know, what I found is that if, if I did not allow myself that space to do that weeping, then I would be carrying that around the whole time. And yeah. it, it would come out in all kinds of different ways, you know, and that it was not good. I mean, it was just not healthy. So, you know, that was really, that was really important to me. And, and I did a lot of things. I, I used to plan a, a little trip for myself because I had these small children and, you know, I, I needed a break from caring for them, but also I just needed the time to, you know, do the grieving that I wanted to do at that time of year. And I, I would take a trip for two or three days. I would go to a bed and breakfast maybe um, and and spend that time, you know, alone basically with myself. And one year I remember I, I, I had received, I don't know, several hundred, literally several hundred sympathy cards and letters. And one year I took all of those with me and I went through them and, and just decided which ones I needed. I wanted to keep, you know, maybe for the children and which ones I did not want to keep. And I, I built a fire in this lovely fireplace where I was staying and I just spent an entire hour just putting those cards in there that I could Mm. allow to burn and, Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was very therapeutic for me, um, you know, to just do that kind of a process and yeah. let go of of those pieces of, you know, what had happened. Um, but, you know, it's I mean, you, you can plan any any kind of a a time frame you can plan any location that would work for you you know what what you can think about you know how much time would i need um what where would i like to go what would i like to be doing while i'm there you know just what will allow me to express what's important for me to express and release and and maybe you know you're you're to a point where you'll go and there won't even be you know all the weeping and the uh tears and that kind of thing but you have a chance to acknowledge these losses in your life even with just words or mm-hmm. writing or whatever you know just something so that your psyche and your heart hears you acknowledge that mm-hmm. this big thing is going on in your life. Mm-hmm. That's so, so important and so wise that what you're saying around intentionally taking the time to create the space to feel what it is that is authentic for you, whatever it is that's moving through you, and that 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 is a way to support yourself greatly through the holidays. 
that right. the avoiding of feeling and and just barreling through is going to have a great impact. I mean, it's going to show up in your life in a different way. Um, and, it, and, and in a way, you're not going to want it to. It's not going to feel good. Um, right. So taking, taking this time and creating the space to kindly nurture yourself um, is something that you will not regret. And it, and it will allow you to be present to the holidays. Um, right. A few, a few, and let me say, let me, yeah, let me just, let me just jump right back in there. And, you right. know, in, in terms of really nurturing, you know, yourself, um, you know, I would, would also add in that, you know, do whatever is pleasurable for you to do. Get a massage, take long, hot baths, you know, burn some candles all around and really give yourself a lot of self-care and nurturing, you know, as you, you know, set this intentional space for your emotions mm. and your mm-hmm. feelings. So that, that is all very, very important. And I thank you, Tam. I wanted to add for our dear listeners that, you know, simple things, that if there are people that drain you, if there are family members and friends that you really feel are not going to be able to support you or not able to be with you, in the grief that you're feeling to give yourself permission to hold those boundaries and speak what you need. Um, Sometimes we feel that we, you know, we have to see family. We have to do this. We have to Mm -hmm. do that. The only thing you have to do is be kind and caring to your own being while you hold the boundaries that you need. And, and, and if you're having difficulty leading up to the holidays, especially during this time of a, a global pandemic, to do yourself the gift to reach out for support, reach out for dear friends that you know, understand, and that have emotional depth, reach out to a therapist, reach out to a minister, reach out to somebody. Don't feel that you have to go it alone. There's also so many resources available. You know, there are, you know, there are incredible books. You know, there are amazing podcasts. I mean, there are resources available to help you, you know, understand that, you know, that, that the pain that you're in makes sense. You know, that you're not doing anything wrong feeling what you're feeling. What you're feeling is what it means to be a wide open, broken open human being. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, so that, that is, that's, that's one thing that I really um, encourage folks to do is to make that space for yourself personally. And yeah. then, a second thing is to you can also um, think about you know creating or co-creating a space to hold collective grief around yeah. losses as well you know and and I remember 
you know, when, when I would have family and friends coming in for Thanksgiving dinner or maybe Christmas dinner, you know, we would light candles. We would name, you know, uh, people in our lives that, that were gone, who had died, that we were missing. We would talk about um, things that were going on in the world that were, was bringing us sadness or bringing us joy. You know, we did that full paradox, which, which is really a, it, it, it makes quite a, an impression um, to do that, you know, at a mealtime um, and, and to allow everybody at the table to speak or say something if they want to, you know, some may not, but, you know, we, we would go around the room and, and name, put in the name of persons that we cared about and, and were missing and loved. Um, and I love what you're saying, Mandy, about reading poetry and quotes and, and passages from, you know, all kinds of, uh, writing that can really bring a lot of meaning to that moment and acknowledge, you know, what is really going on. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, mm-hmm. you know, I can't imagine going through a holiday meal this year without saying something about what everyone has experienced. Yeah. You know, yeah. And and that's that's the kind of thing that as a group, you know, it it's just really helpful and very supportive to do. And then it's it's like, you know, once we we have this acknowledgement and we name what's going on for, you know, the collective, we can you know, breathe deeply <laughs> and, yeah. and yeah. take in the the joy and the, the, you know, experience of being together and celebrating together. Um, you know, the celebration and the acknowledgement of the suffering can totally coexist. It sure can. I mean, that, that's the message that I think is such a gift um, that you're bringing is, is that in, in acknowledging what's happening to us, it allows us to then be able to open up and experience the holidays, you know, experience the joy that is there. Um, yes. to be able to take in that paradox and, and, and that what we automatically think is that if we, if we push the grief away, then we can experience the, the joy when in reality, no. in all, right, in all reality, it's in allowing the grief, you know, like you did. It's like you allow it at the table. You know, in allowing yes. it, you then allow the joy. And, oh, I'm seeing from our producer here, we've, it's time that we have to wrap up this amazing conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
so in in closing Tam what what else would you like to offer our dear listeners to help them prepare for the holidays anything else that you'd like to share I think you know that we we all are are very aware that you know um, each each of the upcoming holidays have such memories attached to them and such really um, you know I mean some of that is definitely the pain that we're talking about and and I think the 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 last thing that I would like to say is that you know part of finding hope and and having hope is you know believing that there will be a chance for new memories and yeah. new meaning yeah. as time goes on. And and that was something that I had to really struggle with and really be open to, um, you know, trusting that there will be new things coming my way, you know, when yeah. I'm, I'm in that yeah. place of pain. So. I think that that is that is you know important and it is it's challenging but it's so rich in the blessings that it yes. will bring if yes. we can do that. Yes. Well Tam, thank you so much for being with us, being with me. I'm so grateful for your wisdom and the beautiful human being that you are. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, yes, and I want to encourage you all to share this podcast with your dear friends and family members who are grieving, to remember that the holidays are a time for you to really take good care and nurture yourself, and remember that you are not alone. You are not alone, that there is a world full of people out there that are also hurting and that also care. Thank you for being with us on Finding Hope. You can find and follow me on Instagram at Counselor Mandy and on Facebook at Mandy Bird.